Welcome to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. Araya is an Emmy award-winning TV show host, producer, director, author, and so much more. In 1999, Araya was told she would never speak again after having her left vocal cord nerve removed during cancer surgery. But against the odds and facing adversity head on, she found her voice, literally. And now she uses it to tell great stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate entrepreneurs to earn more, live more, and give back more. Now, let's get celebritized. Now, here's your host, Araya McGarry. Hey everyone, it's Araya again with Get Celebritized. I am so excited to be here with you tonight because you know I bring you the best people. I mean, hey, that's my job, that's what I do, right? And it's all about helping you, the entrepreneurs, young and old and everything in between, how to earn more so you can live more, so you can give back more. If you've known me for a minute or if you've known me for years, you know that my passion and my goal is to help people earn more money so they can give back more to nonprofits and charities of their choice. Because I promised God a long time ago that I wanted to help as many charities before my last breath as I possibly can. And yes, they need our used clothes and shoes and cleaning out of our closets, but I'm here to tell people people that nonprofits also need old fashioned cash money to run. So the more we all make, the more we have extra to give back. So we all know we're praying for the Ukraine. We're praying for the people of Haiti. We're praying for so many people around the world that need us to be successful. So after you, you know, you're working for your family, you're working for yourself, but there's also other people that other causes and kids and animals and curing cancer, whatever your passion is. Let's help you earn more money so you have so much more to give back. Are you ready? I know you are. All right. So my guest tonight is somebody who I feel is a dear friend of mine. I haven't met her yet in person, but you know what? That's what this audio app of Clubhouse has done. It has brought people into my life that I've connected with and bonded with, and I feel like she's already a sister of mine. We're pretty much on the app together almost daily, and she's a woman in media. She runs rooms on media, and she is a Toronto-based actress who played even played Tori Spelling in an Amazon Prime uh, movie, Broke and Famous. She's going to talk about that. She's a celebrity social media influencer with over 26,000 followers on Instagram alone. She is the phenomenal Chris Orticello, a popular talent for hire on the celebrity platform, whiteboard, Cameo. If you haven't seen Cameo, you got to see it. And she is on there for personal and professional video shout outs and endorsements. Her savvy extends far beyond the world of entertainment as she is a dynamo at sales and marketing. I hear her strategies almost every day on Clubhouse. She is a marketing and sales professional genius. Just wait. She has harnessed the power of her brand and the media to leverage her voice to empower herself and other women. Chris is a master at inspiring, educating, and entertaining, as well as an amazing, kind person with convictions, morals, and values we're going to talk about as well to see if that has stopped her or if that has helped her in her career. So here she is, Chris. Come on up. Da -da -da. Hi. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here with you, Aria. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your amazing show. I'm so honored. Thank you. Oh, uh, the honor is all mine. You are a celebrity, but you're also a celebrity to all of us who've gotten to know you over in Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces. But you really are a celebrity and actress. You have a wonderful, wonderful resume. And you do women in media on uh, Clubhouse as well. So you've got a nice, vast variety of, of success that you have experienced and worked hard for. And we're going to tap into that tonight because the viewers that we have tonight live, also the listeners that will hear us on the podcast when this uploads as a podcast, want to know those nooks and crannies of, okay, wonderful. You started as an actress and a model at age seven, and now look where you are. There's a lot in between. So we want to dive into that a little bit. And speaking of which, you are an acting actor and model since age seven. You experienced a horrific car accident in 2005 before attending the Grammys. Y'all heard me, Gram the Grammys. And you have strong faith and convictions, which has which has motivated you to pass on many roles with nudity, blasphemy, and eating meat. These are some incredible points that I want you to expand on, talking from the beginning to you make some hard choices having the, the faith that you have. We want to talk about that. So tell us a little bit about yourself, pointing on those, and we'll get into the conversation. I mean, what else can I say? You just you you just perfectly colored it. I mean, that's the nicest intro I think I've ever received in my life. And it was so detailed as well. Oh my gosh, where do I start? You you literally touched on so many important aspects of my journey. So thank you for taking the time to do that. I appreciate it. You are incredibly detailed. It's important. People want to know this. And I just don't bring people on haphazardly and say, okay, so give us give us your tips. You've been through stuff yeah. and you have your compass and your morals, your values, your experience. And then like us all, and you know, because you've seen my TED talk, we get derailed and your car accident was a derailment, I'm sure. So we can start there. We know you started at a young age pursuing your passion. So what started that? And let's go into that moment when it all almost ended in that car accident. I love that. First, let's just touch on your TED Talk. I watched it. It was amazing. It is so heartfelt. You are a walking miracle, Araya. And I'm just so grateful to God for all the ways that he's worked through you and to use what you've gone through to help other people because you have such a heart. Guys, if you have not seen her TED Talk, go and watch it. It's going to inspire you and it's going to motivate you and it's going to make you feel so grateful for everything that you have going on in your life as well. As I was listening to that, Araya, I was thinking, wow, because we all have tough days, you know, we all go through stuff, but that really seemed huge so guys please watch it if you haven't yet and if you have then you know exactly what i'm talking about um so for myself starting out seven years old it was my passion to do modeling and to do actually singing i started at, i think around 12 professionally with singing lessons and acting and all of that so i had asked my parents to put me in it and i, I didn't come from like a lot of money so it was a bit of a stretch for my parents to do all that to pay for the lessons and the headshots and everything but they believed in me and they wanted me to feel confident. And so I think they thought it was going to be like a phase that would like pass and it never <laughs> passed. And then they started to get really worried. Like, does she really want to do this? Like, just like, I think we need to start talking her out of it. And no, ma no matter how much they talked me out of it, it's just something that I felt really called to do. 
So I carried on despite a lot of naysayers. And I think that that's a really big challenge that a lot of actors face is, um, you know, overcoming the people that tell you no. Like, Which could be your own family and the closest people to you. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I think... I think well-meaning people don't mean harm. I think they just don't want to see you get hurt. And I exactly. think in, in a place like acting and modeling where there's so much rejection and there's so many auditions that you have to go on, the the success rate is so low that I think people just want to pad and protect you. So I, I did go through that process and um, I did stick with it. And then you would ask about the car accident. So in 2005 was the first time I was hit by a car. I've been hit by a car a few times. Yeah. What? But that first time was when I was walking across the street. And so oh it was gosh. really significant because I was thrown like 30 feet in the air. Um, and I, it took me like three years to recover fully from it. Um, well, not even fully, fully, but like better, much better. Um, and just before that had happened, I remember this being a really significant moment is I was achieving so much on my own. I was um, pretty well anything I wanted. I was either pushing my way through, bulldozing my way through, or like, I almost even want to say manipulating my way through. I was not, I believed in God and I believed in Jesus, but I was not in constant relationship with the Lord and definitely not in obedience. So even though right now I don't eat meat, and I, I won't use blasphemy. And I also don't do nudity. There were times where I was borderline nude. There were times right. where I was um, definitely blasphemous. There were times I definitely ate meat. So there's there's been a lot of changes that have happened in my life now that I'm doing to honor the Lord and to be in obedience. And the meat thing just happens to be, I, I watched too many PETA videos. So... <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I just can't now. Like, I literally just visually can't eat meat anymore. <laughs> that happened to me, too. I, I had to go back to eating some of it, you know, chicken and fish because of my blood type. But they showed us one of the like a slaughterhouse when I was in eighth grade. And I saw that and I was like, the minute I turn 18, mom, I'm not eating meat. And I didn't for 20 years because that visual was in my mind. You all know how much I love animals. But it was that that said, the minute I'm 18, I'm not eating it anymore. And it's like, oh, but you really have to work on getting your protein from other sources. You can't just not eat meat and not eat anything. Got to be healthy. And I know you are great at that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I do try to integrate proper food choices. But it was the video of people eating dog that did me. And I was oh, like, my gosh. Yeah. Chris. No. Sorry. No. Oh, Maybe trigger, trigger warning. Oh my God. Dog is God spelled backwards. Anybody knows we know that dogs are my favorite animal in the I world. Know. They do more for the human race than any other creature. They sniff out cancer. They're policemen. They're um, and the Navy SEALs. They can do everything. And, so here's, and I know it's different when people have to survive, I guess, in a different country that, you know, they gotta eat. but for us, oh my gosh, you just, oh. I know, anyway, I know. Moving so on. Since, since that, I can't, I can't eat meat. But yeah. Um. So there's, there's been a process of God refining me, and you know, being the molder and myself being the clay, and definitely been put through the refiner's fire several times in my lifetime. And I really feel like there are so many pivotal moments. But how God uses those moments through us is really important. So there was a point where I was winning at everything, and I literally had a conversation with God where I felt like I was carrying the world on my shoulders. I was winning at a time. Of stuff, but I was also doing so much, so much more than I could actually even, um, than I could even handle on my own. Like I felt the burden, I felt the weight of it all, and I just said, you know what, God, I don't even need you. I'm doing it all on my own anyway. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. It's okay. And then very soon real. after, I got hit by a car, and then the Lord revealed to me just how much I really need Him. 
And I had to humble myself. And that hum humility was not something that I had a lot of in my 20s. And um, I, I had to I had to really humble myself and just say, you know what, this is this is God teaching me something. This is God working through me in this. I need to surrender. And surrender is really hard when you're a control freak. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's something too. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's something I really had to learn was surrender and uh, and to be much more in obedience with the word as well. So what was the biggest thing, the biggest change you had to do? Because you were, you had everything going for you. You were, you know, kind of like on the road to success. And then that happens. And now you surrender to God and know you're going to do things his way. Tell us what the difference was. Did things get really great at first or did they get worse and get better? So Wait. tell us what your life's like after you made that commitment. What was the difference? It got way worse. I, I got depression. I mean, I was going through all the, the, the different things I need to do to heal from the car accident. So I was going through therapy and, and all of those things. Uh, it got really, really bad before it got better. But in that process of becoming humble, I was more sympathetic, more compassionate towards others where I definitely wasn't before I was in my me world in my ego and all those things that I would, I just want this. I'm going to get this and just like bulldoze everybody <laughs> to get what I want. You know, it's so hard to imagine that because all I've known you because I haven't met you in person yet, but just hearing you speak for this whole year, you're so not that anymore. You know, none of us knew you back then. And this kind of reminds me, this is the real you that was underneath that, that God brought out. Cause I don't think you can become you know, just like this amazing kind person. I was there all along. You were just caught up and I need to be successful yeah. and do my thing. And now it's like, no, there's more to you is yeah. what God revealed. Yeah, I agree with you. And I was always a sweet little girl, but I, I definitely had to, I think I had to create an ego for myself in order for me to compete with a lot of what's happening in media. And uh, it was to my detriment because I was creating something that was false. It wasn't my true heart and it was mean. Oftentimes it was mean to myself and to others yeah. and it was very selfish. And so I thank you, Araya, for saying that I'm not that person anymore because I worry sometimes, mm -hmm. even if I'm having a bad day and we all have bad days, I can like get a little snappy sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope that like roaring lion doesn't come back out because I don't like her. You know, I don't want to be her. And so... But we all have her inside of us somewhere as well, where we have to like, you know, check ourselves sometimes and just make mm -hmm. sure that we are still being kind, that we are still being considerate and that we're not just thinking about ourselves, especially if we are a little bit consumed that day. Yeah, and it's okay to have emotion. God gave us all of our emotions. There's times we need to be mad or we're going to snap. That's all good. It's different if you live there, you know, and that's where you're living every day and that's how you're handling every situation. That's totally different. And you don't do that. So it's perfectly okay to, you know, feel that, you know, feel all the emotions that God gave us. That's perfectly fine. So now you're, you're very, very successful now. You are, you, know, you just did uh, Amazon Prime, you know, broke and famous project and you played Tori Spelling. Yeah. So tell us what it looks like to be successful actors in the media, in that industry, which I left a long time ago as an actress because of all the backstabbing, what you had to do to get there. And I wanted everybody to get the part. So it's, it was so hard for me because I was everybody's cheerleader. And so I want everybody to get the part. Full circle, I'm still in the industry, but in a different capacity as a host. So tell us what success is like now that you're doing things God's way. It's um, a relief. You know, it's a relief because I think I'm so open about my Christianity that 
you know, I used to have to turn things down and then be like, well, and, and make an excuse for it. Now it's just like, it's out there. I'm, you know, I'm not going to do that because I'm a Christian. So like, it's, there's no negotiation. I do lose out on things. There's a, a ton of great roles that I lose out on. Uh, one of them was this incredible lead for a vampire movie. I won't say which one, but I was um, asked to audition for it. And there was, um, the words um like blasphemy like jesus christ but not used in a positive way it was like right. in the lord's name in vain and i knew that this wasn't something that i had the clout to negotiate you know and this really is what it comes down to is certain actors have enough clout that they can negotiate right. certain things and um i'm grateful for my my success but i knew that this role um I wouldn't be able to negotiate this because mm -hmm. this was going to be an ongoing theme for this character because this is who she is. Right. This is exactly. how she represents. And these dark themes in vampire movies and occultism are things that celebrate these demonic kind of ideas. And it just broke my heart because I was like, well, you know what? As much as I want this role and this opportunity, I don't want to represent these things that don't honor the Lord. And I oh. know that when I honor the Lord and I give him my obedience, he's going to repay me tenfold for everything. Like it's yeah. it's just going to overflow. So I yeah. I just have faith in that. You know, and I love that you're so real, Chris, because you're saying it hurt. Like, ah, uh, it's so hard to do. Instead, like, I'm a Christian, so I just passed it off and it didn't bother me at all. Don't bother me. The Christians were human. <laughs> yeah, you're like, darn it. You know, you really feel that it's okay because, again, you're human. And I love your your realism saying, that really hurt. You know, I wanted, I really would have wanted that part, but I had to stand on my ground. So when you pass on those things, now you have things like this Amazon Prime, you know, Broken Famous, you play Tori Spelling. Tell us two questions I have for that is, do you have to have a special agent in Hollywood and what you're doing to represent you and your values? Or do you use a mainstream one that just knows your yeses and your noes? And how did that part come about where you're playing somebody who's, you know, very famous and you got that role? I had actually just recently come back from Hollywood and I have an agent. Well, I had, I just uh, let go of my agent. So things happened during COVID. I completely changed management and everything. It's, it's all getting revamped and new. I'm really excited about the newness. I've had that agent for, I believe, 10 plus years. They've been amazing. It's a baby. <laughs> Welcome to working at home, everyone. <laughs> They, they were good for when we were together, but there were some things in that relationship that were no longer working. So I made the decision to change some aspects of my team. But at that time, uh, my agent represented me here in Toronto and I was cast for that here in Toronto. And uh, they often do a lot of castings here in Toronto. So I that. just had the look and I think that's really what it comes down to. Really times if you had the look and then you had the, um, the, the ability Skills. and the talent to match it, then um, they just match it all up and it's a fit. And sometimes you don't have the look and sometimes you don't have the talent to match oh, it yeah. and it's not for you, you know? So this particular role was for me and I've been on stages with Tori on Clubhouse and I don't know if she knows I played her and I'm really shy to like oh, tell her. No, you 
We need to let her know. <laughs> That's our Chris. She played you. I don't know if she's seen it. Um, I have heard her speaking in a room where um, she said that the paparazzi was really hard on her when she went oh, yeah. through that really tough time in her mm -hmm. life. And so yeah. I didn't want to add, how do you say it? Injury to salt or salt to? And, uh, insult, insult to injury. Thank you. I didn't want to do that. And I, yeah. like, I, I don't need to like bring myself mm -hmm. up in a moment where somebody's feeling vulnerable. Yeah. So um, I just didn't know if it was something that she really wanted to talk about. So I just left it there because a lot of the show that I was in talks a lot about her hard times because, okay. I mean, that's kind of what sells is struggle, right? We yeah. all want to know how people overcame things. Right. We all want to know the drama of things. But to live it is very different than to, um, you Betray know, it. exactly. So this Broken Famous, is that an ongoing project or that you're involved with or if it's a, is that a series? It was a, I guess, like a TV movie kind of a thing. I guess that's what you want to call it. So yeah, it was a one time. Okay, I love that. I can't wait to see it because I was, as I was looking up on you, I was like, oh, she did this, she did that. It's so fascinating because you know I hear you speak all the time in Clubhouse, and I, I hear your genius, and you and I are always on stages talking about me and thing. Then when you really look into something, like, oh, she did this, and look at that, and I was like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> so I'm gonna go watch all your good stuff, and I'm glad you already answered the question of kind of like, what did you regret? What have you passed on? Was that vampire one your biggest regret or is there another one? I don't know if it's a regret, you know, Not I don't regret, know if it's a regret. I wish I could have done type of thing. Yeah, I think I would have regretted. Uh, you you regret know, doing it more. Yeah, being disobedient. I think I would have regretted that more. Um, mm -hmm. For but sure. I, you know, there's been a lot. There's been a lot, Aria, that I've had to turn down, like really good, juicy, really well-paying roles. And it, I, it is frustrating for agents, I think, when actors have a lot of restrictions because it's like, it's, it's a lot already to get auditions, especially yeah. when you look a certain way, you know, like I have a very specific profile. So it, it can be it can be challenging to begin with. And then you add on all of these other stipulations, but the right roles are going to come to the right person. And I truly believe that my relationships with people and the um, the talent that I have and the um, the training that I have, all of those things are going to add to my career and my life and that the right roles are going to come to me at the right time because I'm going to be able to service them the best. So yeah. I'm not, I don't know. I just don't worry about the regret thing. It hurts in the moment yeah. like to have to turn something down, but I just know better things are coming. Absolutely. And you know, you know, our faith, cause I've the, Christian faith you have is when we make those those choices, not regrets, we know we're doing it for eternity. We know mm. we've got bigger blessings coming our way. And yeah. like you said, it hurts for a second, wish you could have done it, but then God gives you something so much bigger and better. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I was available for this. Cause when we're faithful, God's saying, good job. And then the bigger something comes. And I just always in this industry, it's not an easy industry. And I can see your, your agent. That's why I asked, do you have a special agent for that? Or does it frustrate your agent? Cause I know they want to get paid, go out, get those jobs and you're turning them down. And uh, that can be frustrating in that industry, but I'm so glad you stick to your guns and you're in, in that business the right way for you, but it's not your only business. You're also a, an amazing entrepreneur and a businesswoman. Let's talk a little bit about how you are successful and how you earn your income now to give some advice to uh, the women and the young girls that are out there trying to pivot and make a living now in the business world after this pandemic, everything kind of taken lefts and rights and all sorts of winding roads. What are you doing now that's full-time and or is it are you acting full full-time but i know you're in business and media and branding and you've got other things on your plate so talk to us a little bit about that 
So for myself, Aria, I believe 100% in diversification. I never put all of my eggs in one basket. I am a big believer in investing. And a lot of my time goes towards making proper investments. And I also... Uh, real estate. I care a lot about real estate. Okay, good. Yeah, good. I care a lot about real estate. And I think one of the things that makes me really successful in that area is I have taken the time to take lessons and learn from mentors. And I think that I think that if you don't know something before you get into it, you're going to have a lot of challenges being successful. And if you don't have someone to kind of hold your hand through that period, then you may also experience more challenges because you might have questions and you might need someone right. to ask. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it reminds me of, you know, in your acting, you would never go out. And of course, there's an exception to every role. People can get lucky, but you wouldn't be an actress and not be trained. You know, yes, you have to have, you can have natural skill, natural, whatever you need, but there's always training involved. You always need a coach. You always need a manager. You always need a, an agent. There's people you need in your life. And the same with education. We don't just turn five and then we just make it through life without any education. We go to kindergarten, first grade, you know, we're blessed and privileged with that in this country for sure. We're not everybody gets an education. So I'm glad you said that because jumping into anything blindly wouldn't be a smart idea when somebody has always gone before you. And I always say, take advice from people who are where you want to be in that space. Like we take spiritual advice from our pastors or from somebody who has that wisdom and guidance. We take real estate advice, somebody who's crushing it in real estate. I'm not going to, you know, my cousin, whoever, who's wishing to do it too. It's like, get that coaching mentorship. So talk to us a little bit more about what that's done for you. Cause I so believe in coaches and teachers and mentorship. Absolutely. Just going to give you a warning. My stomach is growling like crazy. So if you hear like an angry bear, <laughs> it's my stomach. I'm like, I'm like, Rawr. Oh, I can um, interview your tummy too. So what do you like to eat? I like to say hi. <laughs> hi, little hungry tummy. I love it. So yeah, I, I really believe in mentors. I, I think it's really important that whatever you're in, you should find them. And uh, I also think that, like I said, you should, should definitely diversify your portfolio, whatever it is that you do. If if you're interested in being an actor, go get training to be an actor. Learn from the best. Uh, you know, I love Strasbourg. I've been uh, learning with Strasbourg. Lee Strasbourg, yes, New York City. The, especially over the been pandemic, there. it's been really important to me to stay sharp. You know, because it's been very challenging as an actor throughout the pandemic. Um, I also have a marketing company where we do marketing videos. So we do like little mini commercials for small and large brands. Uh, we do cameos. Uh, we do memos. We all tell us do about that. Mm -hmm. Tell us about those cameos. Those cameos are so cool. And you're passing over this. And this is really fun because a lot of entrepreneurs watch or listen to this show. So what you do is so good for them to know. So everybody listen up because Chris does something that is amazing. Go for it, Chris. Thank you so much. So really the cameo videos are um, two different types. There's just a regular cameo, which can be like, hi wishing you a happy birthday. Uh, this is Chris from Broken Famous. And I hope you have an amazing day. It can be something like that. Um, it could be an anniversary or it could even be a pep talk. I did pep talk for uh, an amazing, incredible, um, what, what would you call it? Uh, 
words are not coming to me. And it's an organization, we'll call it an organization, and they inspire young women who are going through uh, trafficking and they help uh-huh. them through that process. So I did an incredible pep talk for them. And nice. that just made me feel good. You know, it's, it's just incredible, like the amount of people that come in and they ask for different types of videos, depending on what kind of inspiration they need. And then there's the other side of Cameo and Memo, which is the marketing videos. So a company could hire me to promote their brand or to promote their company. And so then I just basically have them fill out a script with what they want me to say. And then I go ahead and say that for them and I endorse their product or service. So that's Chris, I think that's so great because you know how if you're like a VA or you've got some of these tactical skills, you go to Fiverr or Upwork and you can get some freelance work. So let us know on two ends of this. One, if somebody wants to hire you and, and tap into that because they want you to do an endorsement for their business, tell us how to do that. And two, if people are watching and listening and they'd like to be the talent like you are, what do they need to do? They need to apply to Cameo if they want to be the talent. And Cameo has um, like two ways that they do it. They either scout or if you apply, then um, their credentials are, are pretty high. You have to be someone that is known and you have to have a certain amount of followers. They basically need to know that if they're going to put you on the platform, that you're going to have fans that are going to want to hire you and, and use you for your services. Okay. So um, it, it does have to be through that process. Um, one other process is through referral. So that's when they look for you. So I've referred a few of my friends who are celebrities to be on Cameo and they've been enjoying the process. It's 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 money as well. So and yeah. you can set your own rates, which is amazing. So I love Cameo. It's so fun. At least look at it. When the pandemic first started, I saw you know all the different celebrities on there. They got all the different price ranges and and what they could do to set, say happy birthday to you. You got big A-listers as well as you know in the middle and all. And now you're saying we got the ones that are business mentors and pep talks. I think it's great. Uh, it's kind of like the fiver for you know the media and for celebrities. I love, love, love that. Absolutely. And so yeah, I love that. So if somebody wants to hire you, they would look for you and say, oh, I want Chris. So how do they find that? They just go to Cameo. They go on the app and they just type in my name in the search bar. And then that's how they find me. And then they just hire me to do their video. They put in what they want me to say, uh, whether it be a birthday or if it's personal or if it's for their marketing video. And of course, we already know that I don't do blasphemy. I don't eat meat. <laughs> and she ain't going to be naked. So don't be asking her to be naked. naked. <laughs> no matter how much you pay me. <laughs> that is not on the table. <laughs> and she won't endorse it. <laughs> And she won't endorse any meat products, so don't ask. So this is great. You know, life can be so much easier when you know your hard and fast life or death rules that these are the lines I will not cross. It makes your yeses and your noes simpler. Instead of when you're, it's kind of like if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. Because you really just don't, well, I guess I could do that. Well, if the money's right, I'll do that. Don't be ashamed. I'm talking to the viewers and listeners to stand for whatever it is you stand for. Because that, and you know, if you've watched my TED Talk, at the end of my TED Talk, I talk about when you know what your legacy needs to be for your own personal self, then that makes a difference in how you answer every question in life that comes your way. You will have a clear way to judge whether it's a yes or a no or a hell no, excuse my French, but it's that type of no, this is my line. This is the legacy I want to leave. Because of that, your decisions can be so much easier. Absolutely. Not that we want to have hard decisions. We always do. But that's when the mentors come in. And you're finding mentors that have that same 
compass as you do. Mm-hmm. We can always find the answer we want if we go searching for down that road. Hmm, let me ask that person because you know they're going to say yes to something you know you want to have to say no to. So got to be smart. And you are so smart. Mm-hmm. And I love this. So, uh, Chris, what is your best business advice? You've been through a lot. You have um, you're in this very difficult industry to most people, media, acting, branding, endorsing all this good stuff you've got some good business advice inside you because you do it all the time on clubhouse so give us your best business advice to somebody that might be struggling after this pandemic to get back on their feet whatever your vision is just stick to it you know it's it's going to be hard there's going to be times where you're going to fall just get back up every time just get back up it it's not always going to be easy it's not always going to look like the vision that you have in your mind when you see yourself winning there's going to be times in between that may not feel like you're even going to get there it may be that that ball is so heavy to push up the hill but i'm telling you once you get it to the top it's going to gain its own momentum and it's not going to take as much time or effort because it's going to be on autopilot because you will have done it for so long and you're going to have so many relationships and people supporting you. So just keep on trying. Don't give up and just know that if it is part of your purpose, God will help you to see it through. He will help you to see it to pass. If you are helping other people in that process, it's going to happen a lot faster for you. Oh, such good advice because, you know, people are in business because they solve a pain that people have, whether you're selling chocolate and you're solving the hunger pain that you have right now, Chris, or whether you're selling, you know, health and fitness and nutrition or skincare or glamour or whatever, you're solving a pain that your demographic has. So you're not really selling, you're inspiring, educating, informing, and getting that word out. And I'm a big supporter of don't do it alone. And that was my goal this year, January. I came on Clubhouse said, I am not liking being a solopreneur. These last two years of not being able to do my events and hug people and have people around me and so I support them, they support me, is for the birds. Thank God for Clubhouse where I didn't feel alone in that way, but it was time to get up and get out and partner and collab in a big way. So it takes so much less effort when more people are pushing that boulder up that hill. Exactly. And exactly. I love that. And that's exactly what I did. So team up, partner up. And that's why I love you and the Molly's, Molly Dare and all our friends. Oh, Molly. And Molly, all our day. Shout out to our Molly Dare because we, we support each other and we gotta have, we have each other's back, whether it's we're having a bad day or we're dealing with kids or we're dealing with, you know, today was just not good. I'll see y'all tomorrow. And we all know we're praying for each other, yeah. you know, and really praying for each other. Yeah. So don't do it alone. I love that. And it does get easier. You gotta work. It's a four letter word. Mm-hmm. So on that, I never heard of it like that. It, yeah, it's work is a four-letter word. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is so many people right now want to work. They're saying, I've got gifts, I've got talents, but my job is no longer relevant after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Or my brick and mortar closed down. I don't know how to do technology. So I really feel a passion to really help more people pivot well. And my advice is find somebody who's doing what you're doing in this new day and age and killing it and call them. Yeah. And I mean, like even just listening for free on all of these great clubhouse rooms and like trying to find out like what your purpose is by finding out what interests you the most and like what you feel called to when you hear certain things being talked about, I think is a really great way. And then there's so much detailed advice as to how to that you get from clubhouse. And maybe one of those people is also a coach and you can get them to mentor you. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people have incredible services as well on clubhouse, aside from the free advice that they offer. So 
I really feel like, you know, you and I and so many of our friends are huge advocates of Clubhouse because we know how much it's touched our lives. And we're not getting paid to say this, guys. No. At least I'm not. We should be. <laughs> we should be. Now, wait a minute. This is what you do for a living, Chris. You, you endorse. Let's call Clubhouse. Yeah. Aray and I have a proposition. <laughs> yeah, we do. We're talking about you, Clubhouse. We're fans. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's changed our lives, right? For the best. It really has. Yeah, I would have so. never known you or and I've I've hired several coaches from from Clubhouse and I've been hired by several of my best clients from Clubhouse because I'm a big believer in the power of the voice. That's why I have this podcast and the show. And I believe everybody that's in business can be doing some type of voice yeah. uh, advertisement, whether you're on, you know, any of the, the audio apps, whether it's Facebook or Twitter you know, we have Twitter spaces now. We've got LinkedIn's about to start one. We've got the firesides and just wisdom, all of them and clubhouse and podcasting. And I tell my clients, you don't have to be a podcast interviewer like I am because many people are like, oh, I could never do that. And many people shouldn't. It's not like you're an actress, Chris. Not everybody should be an actress. Everybody wants to be, you know, the go to Hollywood and be a star. But there are the majority of people that don't ever have the talent to get good at that, to be, you know, the Meryl Streep, to be the Chris Orticellos. But, you know, good talent can be nurtured into that, of course. Thank you for but, putting me in beside Meryl Streep, by the way. You know, <laughs> I'm not stupid. I know this. <laughs> you could be playing her when she starts to tell oh, her life story. Cool. Oh, my God. Imagine. Oh, my God. Araya. Put that out there. You oh should play God. Meryl Streep. I receive it. But that, that would, that would, I'd really have to sharpen. I mean, to like, wow. How many Academy Awards does she have? I better start working on that now. (laughs) Yeah, see, that's what that's from. You know, God's ears to your to your ears. There you go. Receive it. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, what's your dream role? I think we just figured that out. I mean, I mean, I I I never really thought about that, but now that you mention it, yeah, you have the look. Who gets to play Meryl Streep has to have the chops because I mean, she is it. Like she Mm -hmm. is it. I love She's that. She's the gold standard. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, of course. And I completely forgot what I was talking about because Meryl Streep just derailed my thoughts. <laughs> that's that's she has. It is. It is. Oh, my God. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So if you're not an interviewer and it's not your jam, you could do a podcast and educate. Because I believe every entrepreneur, every business owner needs to educate their demographics on their product or service. So there's no reason why they couldn't start a podcast, make it 15 minutes of just edutainment. You know, they educate and entertain. And entertain doesn't mean they have to be a, like I said, a Robin Williams or a Jim Carrey or an Oprah. It's making it... Um, Fun to watch, making it interesting, making it a little different, making it good quality, clear, crisp, great backgrounds, and educate. I don't care if you do finances or real estate or a massage therapist. Get out there and edutain people. And we all, the, from the softest spoken person to the most outgoing, has a demographic because the outgoing ones, like me, I, I talk real fast. I'm excitable. I could be too much for somebody who wants to listen to somebody more soft spoken say the same thing that I would be teaching them, but in a different way with a different voice. So every voice is relevant. And I just try to give courage to everyone to let your voice be heard. Tell us what you got. And again, that's why we love Clubhouse. We get these stages full of so many different personalities. And we li- that's why we can be on there for hours because it's such goodness we hear everybody's ideas and their thoughts and their different tone of voice their different personalities it is incredible like we really should be getting paid for advertising clubhouse tonight i know right the more we think about it we've got to find ways we've got to find out how we can approach them about this yeah i think so i think so so with that with your dream role being of course meryl streep do you have another dream role 
that you've been thinking about. You always love to play this person. And Chris, what is your legacy? So those two. First, what's your dream role? Then let's talk about your legacy before we close. Well, you know, I love, I love, love, love Marilyn Monroe. And I've always oh. had this idea of a remake of How to Marry a Millionaire. And because now a millionaire is just kind of like 10 bucks, you know. And I need to be a billionaire. That's right. That's right. How to marry a billionaire. And I would love to play Marilyn Monroe's, Marilyn Monroe's role. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I would love to do as a dream role. But I mean, it's not even written yet. So <laughs> that's all, you know, we can get it written. You need to stay on it, though, because, you know, the best roles that actors get are ones that like the Tom Cruise. They get the license to the Mission Impossibles. Then they start writing the scripts. You got to get in early because that competition would be stiff for sure. for sure. So get in on it. Get the writers. You know, you know how to do this. Get the right people. Again, it's asking for the help, getting the right people, the mentors, the coaches that you say, OK, I want to make sure that I'm in the running for Meryl Streep. You know yeah. her life story, and for the Marilyn Monroe, how to marry a billionaire for the new times. You know, so yeah. get in there and start. You know, making it happen. But it I think I probably would want to play like her, I wouldn't want to copy Marilyn Monroe. I just would want. I can't remember the character's name. That's probably the first step is to remember the character's name. What was her either. character's name? Oh, now I can't remember. Okay, Google. Hold on. Yeah. Hold, please. While I look at. I know. Well, I look this up, Chris. Is it like Jeanette? I'm going to look it up. But while I look it up, tell us what I ask every every guest as we close up. How do you want to be remembered? Give us some nuts and balls where you're living this life. You're you're making these wonderful choices, these good goals. And you're going to get to the pearly gate someday. And God, I know, is going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And you can enter in because you've made, we're not perfect, but he knows our heart. He knows we're trying to make the best decisions we can with the book that he gave us to live our lives by. So what does your legacy look like? I want to be remembered for being a kind person, someone who um, made other people feel empowered and that they were valuable. And I want my legacy to be to help people to get their mind off of whatever troubles they're going through, even if just for a moment through entertainment. And I think that that's a really important legacy. It's it's not brain surgery, it's not saving the world, but it might actually save a life if somebody can get their mind off of something that's really troubling them. Um, so it's it's not the same as a brain surgeon, but in a way it does help shift your mindset by distraction. I love that. That's so good. Thank you. And now I have the answer to your question. Marilyn Monroe's character's name was Paula de, de Beauvoir? I that Paula? P-O-L-A was her character name. Really? How to marry a millionaire, yeah. Paula. They must not mention her name very often in I the know. movie because it doesn't sound memorable. Lauren Bacall played Shotzi Page. Shotzi sounds way more. Yeah, I know, me too. And Betty, now I'm going to have to go watch the movie again. It's been decades since I've seen him. Betty Grable played Loco Dempsey. Yeah. I've seen the movie probably somewhere in the area 10 times, and I should know her name by now, especially <laughs> if it's like my dream role. Well, yeah, if it's going to be your dream role, you better get it together there, Chris. Okay. <laughs> We're going to rename her anyways, okay? <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh, Chris. Lastly, tell us your best, let's have one more best tip of advice for let's do for the entrepreneur that is crushing it that wants to get even higher because I know you're doing a lot of really big things. So give us another piece of advice for those who are already killing it. They want to kill it even bigger. Help other people get to where they're going and 100% you're going to get to where you're going. You're going to be lifted up by people that you lift. So just think of others and 
just stay trained, stay, stay really sharp at what you're doing so that when you get there, you're ready, stay ready. School is never out for the pro is why I always say, mm-hmm. and you hit the nail on the head. What a great way to end this episode. Because I always say we're in this line. People are starting, people are ahead, people behind you, people are ahead of you. And then there's people in the middle that are your peers that are right at the same level. And those who are behind us, we need to reach back and help because we're all there at some point. And the ones ahead of us are the ones we're hiring as our mentors, our coaches. Be real clear the people you're hiring for mentors and coaches are ahead of you where you want to be not just talking about it or looking pretty on you know social media and then you said it so perfectly you get further ahead by helping those that are behind you in the in not not that they're lesser they're behind you in the journey even people that are ahead of you need help you know and i think that sometimes we forget that you know like the art of reciprocity um, there are so many people that are way ahead of us that still need a hand in some capacity, uh, even though they may look like they've got it all together and they're doing so well. Um, they're not without struggle. They're not without pain. You know, you make such a really good point, Chris. So I'm going to I'm going to put this out there into the airwaves that if you are a person that is, you know, you've been crushing it, you've experienced great success and all your social media is still exudes that you are just killing it but maybe the pandemic which we're all in this together the beauty of the pandemic it really leveled a lot of playing fields everybody can really you know come out and say hey i'm struggling you know i had this great success but i'm just not really killing it right now and i'm going along with the motion it looks like i'm still business as usual but i've really hit a, a hard spot in my in my career and i challenge everybody to open up to the right person maybe you hear somebody talking about something that resonates with you and like oh i wish i could ask them but then they'll know i'm not doing well i challenge everybody to you know reach out to somebody that you know that you can trust say hey i need some help you don't have to announce it to the world but find someone that you can say hey i need to talk I need to run this by somebody or I need some business advice. It's not always somebody's going to charge you for that. Sometimes you can go to score and get a mentor. Maybe it's somebody anonymous that doesn't even know who you are. So if you don't want to get back to the, you know, your community, but there's no shame in needing help because we all need help at all different levels of our lives. Absolutely. It's not a millionaire, billionaire doesn't need help. I absolutely. I love that. And I love that your heart is to serve in so many different capacities. Like you would just like doing so many things and you do them all so well with so much grace, so much compassion, so much love and so much um, thoughtfulness for others. You, you, you're always putting others first and you're always thinking about how you can add to the lives of others. You reached out to me like, how can I help with your woman in media club? Like you were one of the very first people to reach out to me. You have such a heart, Araya, and your talent is through the roof. Like, I mean, uh-huh. you're an Emmy award winning storyteller. Like it's just such an honor for you to have invited me on here. And I just want you to know from my heart, how much it means to me that you spotlighted me in this way. And I just want to let you know how much of a star you are and how much it means Aww. to me. So thank you. You're so sweet. Can I just travel around with you all day long? Sure. <laughs> thank you. You know, I have one thing I tell people that one of the, my favorite things of having the podcast and the, the show is to get to know people more because you and I know each other, like in groups and we're in rooms together and that. But when you do a podcast and you really do an interview with somebody, you get to know them. Then you really become friends. Yes. And then before you know it, you might be doing business together and, and helping each other and just you know, just bonding in a bigger way. So I love that part of the podcast. So we got And it's so nice to see your face too, because I hear your voice and I love hearing your voice, but it's so nice to actually see your face.
face too. And maybe one day we'll actually be able to hug in person. You know, we will. Because I get real jealous when I see everybody <laughs> hugging Chris Me and too. hugging up. I'm like, wait a minute, I want to hug Chris. <laughs> I get jealous too. I get so much FOMO. <laughs> I know, me too. So we all just have to have this big, they're having a big, you know, gathering, I think, in New York City tomorrow for some of our local yeah. friends. Oh, come on, I want to go. But we will. Our time will come. It's all good. It's all good. So meanwhile, uh, Chris, you are already living your legacy. You are a kind person. You are amazing. You're such an example of success. And I hope everybody reaches out to you. And I'm, I'm going to put your website up. Is there any call to action you have right now for people? And if they can go to Chris or to Cello, which is Chris with a K, and then O-R-T-I-C, ello.com to reach out and see what you're doing but do you have a particular project that you want people to know about to reach out to you and connect with you they can just reach out for my cameo stuff right now we are working okay. on projects um i'm actually doing producing for the first time in 15 years so this is like a big thing for me and i'm really kind of nervous about it but it's a pretty big project and i'll be able to talk a lot more about it soon but definitely reach out to me through cameo if you want a personal message done or reach okay. out to me through my website and also please check out Aurea's ted talk if you haven't done that yet you'll be so happy that you did she is just an incredible storyteller you did not skip a beat the entire time i was just like Oh my God, like you're just, you're an amazing storyteller. Well, thank you. And you know, that was a memorized speech from my speechwriter because it was the first time I had to do a memorized script in probably 30 years. I used to do shows and musicals and I'm like, my brain after chemo and after menopause, I'm thinking, does my brain memory still work? Because everything I do is unscripted. I host live TV. I do everything. I speak non-scripted. I host, you know, events non-scripted. Now I had to memorize a script that even though it was my story, I that's had a long, That's a lot of copy. It was like seven pages. Yeah. And I'm like, so I was really nervous. Talk about school never being out for the pro, stepping out and doing something that you're not sure you you can do. And I was like, okay, brain, don't fail me. And I had my system of how I did memorize all my shows and I did leading roles and anything goes and soap operas. So I knew I had it then. But do I have it now? So you've for all it, my girl. women, you've got <laughs> it. So all my women friends, you think you're over 40 or 50 or menopause or chemo or anything that's happened to you. You can still do it. And I memorized it. And then when I walked out on that TED Talk stage, walked on the red dot, I literally drew a blank. I mean, it just kind of left me. And didn't then I didn't notice that at all. It was, it was Thank you. perfect and flawless. <laughs> then I said the first line. And then I realized I had a photographic memory. The pages just came back to me in my, because there's no teleprompter, but the teleprompter was in my brain and I saw the pages. I even saw my highlights and it just, it just came back to me. So that was a God moment too, where I just pray, God, just give it back to me because it all kind of like happened so fast. That red dot just staring me in the face. And it's like, okay. So I just give people hope that you do what makes you nervous, do what gives you butterflies, be prepared. There was nothing short of me prepping for that. We can't just, you know, oh, it'll, it'll, I'll do okay. There's times where you really have to prep more, like you prep for your 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 projects and for your producing and for your acting. Got to do the work and then God does the rest. He lifts you up when you need him. He's awesome. We do our part. He does the rest. And his rest is so amazing. Amen. So amazing. Amen. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Well, Chris, you are a joy. I'm so glad to be here with you. This is so much fun. And I just can't thank you enough. Chris Orticello, people, get to know her. Get her cameo. She's amazing. Follow us both on Clubhouse. If you haven't already, get over to Clubhouse. Just look up our names. We are there. We want run media rooms, celebritize your business rooms, business rooms. It's so much fun. So we'll be calling Clubhouse later to get our endorsement pay. <laughs> 
But Chris, thank you so much. And from Love everyone. You, Maria. Thank you. Thank, mwah, thank you. Thank you. From Get Celebritized, you know the drill. We're here to help you earn more so you can live more, so you can give back more, living your greatest legacy. Tune in next time to Get Celebritized with more guests, helping giving support, inspiration, and great stories for you to make it even a better life for yourself. So this is Araya signing off. Have a great night or day, wherever you are in the world. Mwah. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. We hope this episode inspires you to earn more, live more, and give back more. To learn more about Araya, visit her website, arayamagarry.com, and make sure to follow her at Araya McGarry Productions on Instagram, and join her on Clubhouse at Celebritize Your Business. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry.